Good evening and welcome to the Coach McVay Show presented by Microsoft Surface. I'm JB Long with DeMarco Farr and the head coach of your Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. Los Angeles back to 500, winners of three in a row, but it's not just the wins, the complimentary football that they're playing to get those wins and the fun they're having along the way, Sean. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the game yesterday, JB, and, and I thought that really was on display in the fourth quarter. I mean, even though it's a 20-19 to 19 game, about seven minutes left, Get a great job by Ethan Evans in the punt unit to be able to get a long punt, flip it, where we're on our 30, and then it ends up putting them on their minus 21. Defense gets a first play, gets the interception by John Johnson. Um, you know, what a huge job by him to be able to make that play against his old squad. Um, puts us in a position to be able to go up eight where Cup punch, you know, Cup ends up, you know, Matthew and Cup connect, you know, a few plays later. And then we end up getting the fourth down stop by Rush Yeast to then ultimately be able to go up a couple scores. That was so big. And mm. when Kyron ended up finishing it off, but complimentary football on display at its finest, finishing a game. And then you, you, you know, the fun was really fun when you watch Kobe Turner and, and Aaron, uh, you know, be able to close the game out the way that they did and doing all the conductor and, uh, Hey, everybody's skipping off, and it was a lot of fun watching those guys do their thing. See, I'm glad they did it. You can make skipping cool again, right? We can skip instead of run. Let's... Hey, AD can make anything That's cool. That's what I'm saying. 99's doing it, but it's fun. I, I am a sucker for drama. I mean, look, I'd rather be undefeated, but there's something about fighting your way from under 500 getting back to 500 and oh, yeah, having fun doing it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I do think that there's been a grit established from this team through some of the setbacks and challenges that we've had to navigate through, and um, you guys have heard us talk about it each of the last couple weeks and, and really coming off of the bye, I thought it represented basically a halfway point. We know we were nine games through, but you knew you had eight left and let's take it one day at a time. Let's just continue to try to play good ball. We get guys back healthy. I think you're starting to see that unfold and man, what a great challenge we've got going to Baltimore. One of the best teams in the league, one of the most complete teams in the league, um, and we love it, and that's what you want, and uh, and we're looking forward to another good week. But to be able to get uh, the first three coming off of the bye and the way the guys have done it against Seattle, against Arizona, and then ultimately against the Browns yesterday, they were earned. And nothing's given in this league, and I think it makes you appreciate those things that you're talking about a little bit more. And we're establishing a, uh, a toughness both physically mm -hmm. and mentally that I think is going to serve us well as we keep navigating through December the way we want to do it. While we're skipping. Yeah. While we're skipping. <laughs> All right, take us inside the headset. What are you thinking as Matthew Stafford checks into the shotgun and turns that play into what becomes a 70-yard touchdown to Puka Nakua? What the hell am I here for? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking this guy's doing He's doing the quarterback job. He's doing the coaching job. I'm thinking, uh, hey, yeah. good thing we got him. But, no, it was really cool, JB. Um, you know, you talk about player ownership. And DeMarco, you can appreciate this. And, and there's nothing more powerful than, a, than that. And mm -hmm. when he recognizes it, they had given us a similar look on the first drive. And uh, as soon as they presented that again, he got to a check, um, ended up getting one of our best players uh, on a middle run-through player with a lot of air. And the way he got that protection straightened up, the way that he ended up getting that ball up and down, I mean, what a location on the throw. And then what a finish by Puka. I mean, you talk about the power, the strength, and the speed to be able to finish that 70-yard touchdown. He's got a lot more gas than I think people realized on that play and then on some of the jet sweeps, 30-plus yard run, and then a 45-yarder that whew, I yeah. don't know about that one. <laughs> wow, but, wow. but it's still, you know, Hot. you could feel he, he was he was big time yesterday. But, Matthew, I, I'm just thinking what a G is really what I was thinking. I mean, that was awesome. I, I wish Taki Taki had a GoPro just so I could see what that looked like going over his head. But – we said, I think you went berserk, didn't you, on the touchdown pass on your on your call? Oh, I usually I mean, do, but the pass was unreal. What were you doing? Just sitting there calm? 
Actually, to be honest, I was still staring at the spot because I couldn't believe what I just saw. No yeah. joke. Yeah. What a throw. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's got to be the hard part with Stafford. When you see stuff like that, hell, I'd call a pass on every single down if the, my guy can do that. Yeah, and uh, it was um, it was it was incredible execution and, yeah. and against a defense that is as great as they are. To be able to create some plays like that, that was big. To be able to have a two-play scoring drive, um, you know, what an awesome job. And, and um, you know, all the credit goes to Matthew on that play. And then ultimately the his teammates and then Puka yeah. being able to finish it. Here's a crazy coincidence is the three of us, MJD, we're talking pregame about being at field level. What I don't always appreciate is the professional receivers, how late their hands are to mm. come up and catch yes. a football. And then what does Matthew say after the game that what he appreciated about what Puka did there is not giving his hands away to the linebacker to make that all possible. Totally. Can you talk about like how you coach that and how real a dynamic that is that separates the truly great receivers? I, I think number one, I think that is something that the, the great ones just have an innate feel for understanding that. And even if you, and I'm sure you heard it too, Puka was talking about it in his post game. He knew he had Taki Taki running with him and he knew that he was playing visual on him and so he was cognizant of late hands in that. Well, you can't do that unless you get a throw that's basically handed off to you. But mm -hmm. I think there are certain things that these really special athletes have a feel for. You can coach certain mm -hmm. things, but then when it's unfolding in real time, you're not you're more reacting than you are being mm -hmm. cognizant about thinking about it. And I think when you talk about the game slowing down for those really good players, that example that you're bringing up epitomizes that. For Matthew to be able to do all the things that he did. And then for Puka to even be aware of, all right, I'm a rookie, but I'm on a middle. I've got a guy basically who's a middle run through player carrying me vertical with his back to the ball. And I know when this ball arrives, he's going to try to play through my hands or, you know, make a make it more challenging. And the fact that it was such a great location enabled him to be able to stay in stride because the backside corner was overlapping, where usually that'd be a catch tackle uh for, you know, 35 yards, but instead it's a 70 yard touchdown. And so I mean, those guys are ballers, and uh, you know they make you look like a lot better coach. No doubt. Now everybody's going to think they can get a puka in the fifth, right? Good luck. I'd be looking yeah. for guys running four, five, seven. That's this what I'm spring. saying. You kept saying. Good luck with that. How stupid of us to <laughs> wait till the fifth if we knew that. That's you know? what I'm saying. <laughs> Tremendous. He's balling. How, how did yeah. he even get back in that game? I mean, seriously, how did yeah. he come back in that game? He was like Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire, man. You know, he was down, and then he's uh, he's yeah. he's not down. I, I our guys are too young to appreciate that reference, but I think you guys can both Absolutely. appreciate that one. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I can't make those jokes anymore. They don't hit. No, but, keep uh, making them. But here's yeah. what I will say: um, he is so tough, and I knew that if there was a chance that okay, it's the shoulder, it's the ribs, he's banged up. If there was going to be a chance for him to be able to come back. You know, he's going to do everything in his power. And, and you know, you talk about a guy that plays for his teammates, mm -hmm. loves to compete. And then what's the first play of the second half? We run a he's combination blocking on a defensive end with uh, with Higby for a big run to Kyron Williams on the left side. So I wasn't really too worried about the restrictions. No. And he certainly ended up uh, erasing any of our fears. But the way he competed with the ball, without the ball, what a what an energy that he brings to our team, a toughness. A production and, and the humility is so authentic and real and uh love working with puka nakua more than willing to block amazing oh uh, yeah he is yeah he gets time. in there he's feisty now yes. yeah you, you got to respect that and respect what was going on i think cleveland threw everything they had at you 
stunt wise, blip, trying to get pressure on the quarterback and great job by the guys up front. Our, our guys did a great job. There was a mindset. There was a mentality. Um, I think you give a tremendous amount of credit to Ryan Wendell, Nick Jones, Zach Cromer. Also, you know, Coach Munchak's been around helping out. And I think his presence means a whole lot to us. But but the boys got it done up front. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you got to give You know, I thought Alaric Jackson had a great week of prep. His mindset and mentality was right. Rob Havenstein's been steady and consistent. Um, the toughness from Coleman Shelton, the leadership, the communication, and then Kevin Dotson and and Steve Avila, you know, really did a great job of straining. I thought Tyler Higby and Hunter Long did a really good job mm -hmm. as well. And then you know, Kyron was uh, was really good in protection, and then also doing a great job of being a presence. But it was uh, it was it was a big time deal. You knew what a great defense that was. They are a great defense, um, and it wasn't always easy. But I love the way they just kept staying in the fight. They kept competing. They worked through some different things that came up. They made some of their plays, mm -hmm. and uh, finding a way to finish a game is the most important thing. And our guys did that. I uh, read, I heard that you ran into Miles Garrett post game, uh, and he's playing at less than 100. I get it, but the fact that they only called his name once, and it was when his face mask was attached yeah. to AJ, that had to be a good sign for the way that you protected. Yeah, when we were driving out, you know, he was kind of walking to the buses, and uh, you know, I, I talked to him a little bit after the game, but I got a lot of respect for the way he goes about it, and he's a challenging guy to prepare for, and so just you know, really said that and uh, and kept it moving. But but our guys, they they answered the bell and. Uh, and again, it's going to be another week like that mm -hmm. this week. Um, this is a great defense that we're playing. I mean, you arguably are playing the two best defenses if you look at the metrics and back-to-back -back weeks. And mm -hmm. it's what you love about the NFL and, and what a great challenge. But, but uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. It's almost like a great opponent right before you go to Baltimore. Same division, almost same style, but fun. But going back to defense, and Miles Garrett is impressive when you see him. But I thought A.J., Alar Jackson, your left tackle, accepting the challenge one-on-one, -on -one, did fantastic. I thought he did too. Yeah. I, I thought, um, you know, he's a mentally, physically tough player. I thought his week of preparation was key and critical. You know, I don't think you just show up on Sundays and play the way that he did. I think you have to have great focus and concentration, great sense of urgency that allows you to be able to go play with a quieted mind and go do your thing and, and shoot your shot. Yeah. You know, we talk about that a lot. And I thought he did that. Um, and then he did play on the right side for a few snaps. And I thought Rob did an excellent job versus him, but you know, it's not exclusive to miles. You know, they've got a rotation of guys across the board, whether it's their mm -hmm. interior or on the edges that, that present a lot of problems. And it's why they've had the production that they have had, um, as a defense and, um, you know, it was, it was big time, but, but, yeah. uh, but Alaric was outstanding. Oboe was trying to get you. Oboe, Oboe was, man. Oh my man. God, he was trying to get you. Know, you know, it's It was yeah. good to see Oboe, man. <laughs> yeah. I appreciated, you know, our time together yeah, and he's, he's done a good job and he's, 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 uh, he's a problem on the edge, man. Oh, yeah. You know, we had to be mindful of not running certain plays cause he sniffs them out and, uh, he's done a great job for those guys. Oh yeah. An NFL schedule is no place to heal, but is Cooper Cup starting to feel better week over week? Not just the production yesterday, but playing 63 snaps as well. I think so, you know, and I think he'd be better equipped to tell you that. I know mm -hmm. he's still working through, you know, getting the feel. I, I think the standards that he has for himself and what he's earned um, are really high. And I think he made a big impact in the game in a real positive way. And I thought that was a step in the right direction. And I, I think that, uh, you know, when he's feeling good, when he's getting involved, good things happen for our offense. But he made big time plays in crunch time. That that touchdown on third down and four was huge to be able to put us up fifteen. Um, you know, we had to be able to have that, and and he and Matthew that that was vintage for those guys. And then he made a couple other plays, and then he did a nice job without the ball as well. But um, I think he is feeling better. I think he's making steps in the right direction, and that's what we want to continue to see. I just I think you're. It's, it goes without saying you're you're a better football team when those two guys are connected. Like 
John and Paul, you know, making music on the football there field. Is go. that weird to say? Is that no. too, is that too, too deep? No, no, it's not yeah. too deep. You know, yeah. But uh, John it's deeper Paul, than John man. than yeah than Jerry Maguire. No, yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you. That Getting it there. is a little yes. bit farther back. But when they're in sync, oh my god! Yeah, and it's starting to come around. Yeah. No question. It uh, you know, and they that was big to be able to make yeah. those plays. Um, for those guys and to get him involved. And so, yes, it's uh, just like John and Paul. Oh, stop. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for going with me on that. Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks now, we've been talking about Kyron Williams and the impact he has on you as a play caller, yeah. on the other 10 on the field with him. When I see Coleman Shelton kind of carry him down inside the five to help you secure that victory, is that the type of moment you're describing yeah. in terms of the intangibles? That was one of my favorite plays of the game. You know, it's a second down and four. You look at him, he spins out of a tackle that he's going to be short of the sticks. Um, down in the tight red area and then you just look at the strain you look at the finish and then you see our center basically get out of the stack and go cap that off to be able to knock him forward and that was awesome um, and uh, Kyron's like the energizer bunny he, he just keeps going um, he loves football I mean you, you just see some of the things that he's aware of he's such mm -hmm. a smart player he's so instinctual guy once he gets into a flow too he's got such a great way of being able to set up his blocks i thought he did a great job of earning a lot of tough hard-earned yards and then i thought he really made his plays as the game wore on and then we were able to you know create some more vertical seams on him to be able to finish the game out the way that we did but He's a stud. Ron Gould's doing a great job with him, um, and he just is going to continue to grow because you forget he plays a mature brand of football. He's had such good production, you know, but he's continuing to learn and, and he's continuing to gain more and more confidence because of the way that he approaches the weeks. And, you know, you're talking about a lot of guys with growth mindsets that they understand that work works and um, and that earns the opportunity to go compete and feel the way that they do on game day and, and to just go cut it loose. Yeah, I was psyched when he got that rushing touchdown. Like, he had to get it twice. Yeah. And and he went back and got it again. Uh, tremendous. Like I said, this this is how you know when a guy is starting to affect the defense. They know you're going to run it. You run it, and you still get something out of it. Even when he has to deal with a free hitter, he's still bouncing off guys, keeping the ball moving forward. That's how you know a guy's getting better. Yeah, he, he really is. And um, and I thought he did a great job, especially in, in that sequence you're talking about. We were in the tight mm -hmm. red zone, and you know they're really packing the box, and there really wasn't much of a mystery in terms of some of the different concepts and plays that we were trying to run down there. And um, our guys did a great job of being able to stay connected and then ultimately him being able to work edges and and, uh, and be able to punch it in or, or create positive yardage where you're getting good surges. The NFL draft is a is like a big tentpole event for a reason. I get it. But when I look at what the Rams did from the draft forward this summer, whether it's Kevin Dotson, who we've talked about, certainly Kella Witherspoon, who we talked about, and then maybe this weekend, Demarcus Robinson and John Johnson deserve the conversation. There's veterans who joined you this summer who are making winning plays for you in December. No question. And I think that's so big. And I think that's such a credit to those guys, JB, but also the coaches, you know, yeah. and, and just to be able to continue to, you know, have these guys receptive to the things, just continuing to stay locked in, be ready for their opportunities. JJ's done a great job, you know, and once he got his legs underneath him, I think he's been awesome for us. He and Jordan and the command they've had, thought I think it's enabled Rush Yeast to be able to play really well, do an excellent mm -hmm. job in some of the different things you've seen him over the last couple weeks and what a cool thing it was to see demarcus make his plays um, you know you feel his presence on the field he's a big target he's got the ability to work edges and um made four critical catches for us yesterday yeah. eric yarber does such a great job leading the way for that group um and then akello you know you can't say enough about the consistency at which he's played with aubrey's done such a great job you know aubrey and coach beak and mike harris were really with our back end as a whole but 
Um, the, you know, those guys that you just mentioned, they've, they've certainly made winning plays each of the last handful of weeks. And, and that's really been consistent where they've been ready. And I'm not surprised because of the way that they've attacked, whether it be practice opportunities or what they've done in games to just continue to, uh, put themselves in those positions. I heard you describe the pick, uh, JJ, his pick, it was, uh, against his old team for his first team for his current team or something like there that. There you go. Amazing pick. Yeah. But there's a lesson there. A guy who, who comes in, he's not starting, but just wait your turn. Eventually, it could come around to you and be ready when you're called. Yeah, and that's, I think that speaks to the maturity, um, the security, just the overall awareness where he came in, um, was a great leader in his own right and, and getting himself, whether it was helping be a mentor and provide insight in terms of the experience that he could draw upon, but also making sure that he's continuing to do the work behind the scenes so that mm -hmm. when those opportunities come, whether it be if somebody goes down or if it's earned to be able to get out there and make an impact for this football team. And, and he certainly has earned everything that he's gotten, but he's been a pro in every sense of the word. His teammates love him. I mean, he is one of those guys that you can't help but love being around. And mm. you just watch the excitement that his teammates had for him making that play, getting the game ball afterwards. And um, anybody that doesn't love JJ, you know, he, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. What'd you think of the return though? Grade the return. Come on, be honest. You know what? I yeah. thought that there was maybe a possibility <laughs> to pitch it to DK. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding on that. I thought he did a great job of yeah, being able yeah. to get in plus territory. No <laughs> and uh, I was pleased with that. <laughs> uh, John Hussey with one of the uh, cheekiest performances I've ever heard oh. from a referee. One cheek equals two feet, I oh. guess, is the lesson of your first challenge. Yeah. And you know what? And I knew that, you know, because yeah. I, I, I did know that. I was hopeful. It happened kind of right in front of me. It was a good call by the side judge. Yeah. Um, I think it was one of those situations and scenarios that I bet you whatever the call on the field Agreed. was would have held up. And, you know, when I saw it and bang, bang, it's such a big play. You know, you feel like, man, maybe there's a chance that that outside part hit first, but uh, the cheek did hit. And, you know, it, it was hard to say that I think that could have been overturned and uh, stupid challenge. No, no, me. the second one more than made up for it, though. That was huge. Yeah. With that was Goku's big. Food on the side yeah, line. that was great job yeah. by our guys up top, being able to recognize that, get it communicated. I think really just our, our booth communication from the top down um, has been really good and it's enabled us to be able to make some decisions. And, and there wasn't enough time, even on the first one where Moore catches it, where you're really saying, all right, you didn't necessarily get a look at the replay, but you're hoping and you're thinking that there's a chance. So let's go ahead and, uh, you know, throw this out there and, you know, it didn't work out in our favor, mm. and uh, lesson learned. Do they use the word cheek? Is that real? I, I, that? I was afraid to but on the air, and then the referee just does it I for mean, me. Go so. ahead. He said it to the whole stadium. Why not? Works for me. Yeah, good stuff. Your defense. That was better than the clearly the receiver Cle was in bounds. Wow, was he emphatic on. on that, right? I loved it. Yeah, great stuff. Clearly, DeMarcus was in bounds. Clearly. Yeah. How many times have you used that since the game? At least twice, right? Clearly. <laughs> yes, this is empty. Just throw it away. No doubt. Your defense, again, Yeah. Uh, up to the task. Uh, I wish I could say it was just Aaron, but it's not. It's it's all of them. They're playing hard. I mean, they've got these guys really playing hard right now. Yeah, and they're they're playing hard for one another. And mm -hmm. I think what our coaches have done a really good job of, DeMarco, is uh, be able to utilize all the guys that are up that have jerseys on game day. Um, I thought you know, we knew it was going to be a really physical brand of football that the Browns wanted to play. I thought Joe Flacco did a great job, and I got tremendous respect for their coaches, um, their ability to be able to bring a game plan to life, and, and they created some 
good stressful downs, but I thought our guys just continued to strain. Um, they found ways to make the key and critical stops when we had to and thought all three levels of the D uh, made their plays. And uh, I thought it was a great game plan by Raheem and the defensive coaching staff and ultimately, uh, you know, came away with, with holding the team under 20 points. And, and that's a big deal in this league. As we go to Baltimore, I think back to the Super Bowl season and uh, what a critical win that was on yeah. the path mm. to your world championship. Can we just reminisce a little bit? Like, what do you remember about that day at Baltimore? Well, what I remember was what a big pick Jordan Fuller made at the end of the half to be able to give us some momentum. And then Cup ends up scoring on a touchdown in that fringe area to be able to cut the lead. Uh, I remember on the, you know, the next drive when we get it coming out of the second half, we're going right down the field and they ended up turning us over deep in the red area. Um, but we just kept battling, going back and forth. Uh, I remember, you know, stop after stop from our defense. And then I remember in a drive that we, that we had to have offensively, Matthew walks us down the field, makes an unbelievable completion on fourth down to, to he and Odell. And then ultimately a, a sprint out to hit Odell to go up top. They made a good stop on the two point play, but then our defense ended up shutting them down. There was tight red area stops that those guys made earlier in the game. And it was a gritty, tough place. I mean, you, you know it's a really challenging place to play. And, and that was a real challenging game. And they were short a lot of their great players. You know, we didn't see Lamar Jackson that day. We didn't see a lot of their great players on defense. And, uh, you know, they're healthy. They're coming off their bye. And uh, we know it's going to be a hell of a challenge. But uh, we're looking forward to it. I do remember that. I mean, just digging yourself out of that hole there that style of ball. And I told them, I said, something just happened in this locker room at the end of that game. When you guys came together after winning that game, I said, something just happened. I don't know where it's going to end, but this team has changed after this victory. Yeah, no, it, it was big. Yeah. You know, and that, that represented the opportunity to, to regain the NFC West lead as well. And, um, and that was, uh, that was huge for us. I just think of Matthew Stafford's month, the, uh, what was it? The winless November that turned into undefeated yeah. December. And he's kind of been a little pick six rut including in that game. But like you described, that last drive, I think, just set the course for what was a, a four-game playoff push eventually that made the confetti fall. No, it was. It, it was good. And uh, and I think the important thing for this team right now mm -hmm. is they're playing off of one another, JB. Um, every single week creates new challenges. But I do love the way that these guys have come off the bye. And, and really, I think we've gotten you know stronger as a team. I think we're playing better football. I like the way they've prepared. And um, you know, fortunately, we're we're staying relatively healthy. Obviously, you got your guys that are getting banged up with Higby and Puka yesterday, um, but we're hoping that both those guys will uh, you know be be ready to go this week. Yeah, efficient, smart, and physical. Great way to play. Like One it. more question about your quarterback. As a pure thrower of the ball, and you've been around a lot of quarterbacks, where do you put him? Just as good as as good as there is ever. I mean, the stuff he can do and how he does yeah, it, and where mean, he puts it, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Um, you know, it's like the Michael, Kobe, LeBron types of conversations. They're all great. You know, I mean, he's he's among the best to ever do it. And and I genuinely and truly believe that. And there's a lot of other guys that are in that conversation. But the things that he can do um, from the work that he puts in and then some of the talents that he was blessed with is is unique and special. And um, why he has been, uh, you know, so highly regarded mm -hmm. and continued to really exceed those expectations that have been placed on him from a very young age. Mm -hmm. Um because he puts in the work, but but he's as good as there is, and uh, he does things with the football and can correct last second type of stuff that uh, not many people wow. in the world have ever been able to do. And it travels. That's the cool thing. Yeah, great to be back in the playoff yeah. hunt here in the month of December. Can you imagine if your playoff spot were to be determined by a selection committee, though? Oh, that would be tough to stomach. I bet. that'd be tough. You know, that's 
If Hopefully these situations matter. don't arise when it goes to 12, right? <laughs> this is the last year, unless you're Team 13, I guess. But That's see, brutal, here's man. the thing. Team 13 won't be undefeated. That's right. You know, team, Maybe. team, team number five was. Nah, yeah, nah you're not, not 13. I, I, I got a funny feeling oh. that that same argument won't be able to be made. You know, somebody's going to be pissed about being true. 13, but oh. you're not going to have the... I mean, that's undefeated a tough one. squad in your home. That's Marcos tough. Huskies undefeated for the that's first right. time since your championship. Yeah, that's right. They're thir- they beat us. They're thirteen and zero. We were twelve and zero. That was the best in school history, and now they're thirteen and zero. That so, was. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I you know I kind of casually watch. Yeah. I uh, I was so impressed with the way they played in that Pac-12 championship game. You know, especially just the way they started. Oregon gets the momentum back yeah. and then to be able to just have the resolve to make plays and and to be able to finish that game out because Oregon was playing as good as anybody in the country. No doubt. Had a lot of positive momentum going into it. But uh, those guys, uh, those guys, you guys have been fun to watch, man. Oh, yeah. We have you no to ducks. the uh, You're going to go to the game? How, do you, how are you going to be afraid of a duck? Come on now. That's not I'm being afraid of a duck. I'm just saying. I'm play the mascot. You know me. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. That's my, our rival. My it's favorite done. play of the weekend yeah. was the Iowa kid that got up behind the uh, the kick return and tracked it all the way down. Nice. You see that one? Oh, yeah. That was, that was spectacular. On. I love it. All right. Back to yeah. professional football. And back to Baltimore. The Rams and the Ravens coming your way in week 14. For Sean McVay, for Marco Farr, I'm JB Long. This has been the Coach McVay Show presented by Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface.